G'day guys, in today's episode we've got one of the best local footballers going around in Jackson Sketcher, who's going to talk about his footy career to date, his experience in the TAC Cup, the VFL and his experience on the TV show The Recruit. So sit back, relax and enjoy the episode. G'day guys, welcome to episode 22 of the Pressure Point podcast. I'm joined with my co-host Quinn DeLuca. How are you mate? Good mate, it's good to see you again. How you been? Yeah, you've been well mate, been well. Just uh, another 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 Zoom chat for us. It's, uh, I think it's been about a month or so now, hasn't it? Doing these yeah, Zoom just, things. It's been about that, just another day in ISO, getting by. <laughs> That's it. But um, very excited for this episode though. We've, uh, we've got a, a very special guest on. We've Got one of the best local footballers going around, a, uh, a Dingley Junior, a Sandringham Dragon, a Box Hill Hawk, a season in the Waffle, Noble Park Royalty, a Frankston Dolphins superstar and a TV star on the recruit, Jackson Sketcher. Welcome to the Pressure Point Podcast. Thanks for having us, boys. Pleasure. No worries, mate. Well, uh, well uh, it's, a, it's a fair resume, which I just read out, um, but we'll, uh, we'll start right from the start. So uh, tell us about your, your early memories, uh, your junior footy with Dingley and pretty much right from the start and we'll, uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, um, yeah. started off playing Auskick down at Dingley, which I think was, what, seven or eight years old and then, yeah, went, worked my way through the junior ranks uh, up to under 15s, I think. I always played a year above because I'm a Feb baby, so um, played a year above and then jumped over to Noble Park and played my age group from under 15s, 16s, and then went through, the, obviously, the, the TAC Cup system back then. Um, but, yeah, Dingley was a, a good starting point for me. Made some good mates. Obviously, still got some very close mates there as well. Um, went to school at Chowt High, which seemed to be the go-to. If you played footy at Dingley, it was either there or Parky. And then, um, yeah, made my way through the TA Cup system and... Um, Played a few years, a couple of years there, and then yeah, through the VFL system at four or five or three or four clubs, which was yeah, jumped around a little bit back then um, with a year over in the Waffle, which was a good experience as well. And now, yeah, like you said, Noble Park um, for the last four years full time, which has been good. And yeah, looking um, a bit spewing about this year, not going ahead, but um, I think everyone is. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, yeah, as you said, you've. Uh, You've been to a few different clubs, but uh, one in particular, the the Box Hill Hawks. So, tell us about your time there, and um, you know some of the some of the players that you you rub shoulders with, and, and some of the players you you played with there. Yeah, that was my first year out of the TAC Cup system, so I was still pretty raw. Um, and coming out of the TA Cup system, I thought that I was going to be a starting midfielder in the in the Box Hill Ones team, and reality soon hit. Um, played majority of the year in the twos and sort of didn't really have the attitude and mindset to um, or required for VFL standard and it showed in my uh, my performances. But throughout that year, back then there was VFL twos as well. So um, like a Luke Bruce played the first five games in the twos. That was the first year he got picked up. Um, and obviously he's probably, probably our most... I'm a Hawthorne supporter, so he's probably our most valuable player these days. Um 
we played in the twos flag that year and Sam Menegola played in that, um, who's obviously doing good things at the Cats now. Um, Geordie Lyle played in that. He was on Hawthorne's list for a couple of years. Um, ben Stratton and... Um, who was the other one? Ben Stratton actually played in the prelim, who's obviously now Hawthorne's captain because that's when Hawks were obviously winning all their flags. And um, he... The Hawks ones had a buy, so he had to play in the twos with us and out. And Box Hill ones weren't actually in the finals, so he just needed to get some fitness. So he played a half in the in the prelim for us, which was pretty good back then. But um, yeah, being a Hawthorne to Hawthorne Nuffy, it was good to rub shoulders with a few of those blokes down there, and I got to train with the Hawks for a couple of weeks as well, which was a good experience. Yeah, you just listed some serious talent there. That must have been awesome, and. Uh... You mentioned earlier you played a little bit in the waffle. Uh, what was your experience like playing footy in WA? How did it compare to footy in Victoria? Is it similar or how'd you go? Um, well, the weather certainly helps in the bigger ground. So it was, it was pretty much perfect footy. I didn't. I don't think I ever played a game over there. Or I think I worked it out. I trained three times in the rain over there and didn't play any wet games over there. It was sort of the dream come true. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, and it's obviously a bit less Bruce bruise free footy with the bigger ground so it's a lot more one-on-one um so i actually enjoyed the footy a lot more than i do it over here both at local and vfl level because you just don't get the space over here but um it is a different brand of footy um and certainly a lot more enjoyable enjoyable sorry i'll tell you what i wouldn't mind playing a couple of games without getting rained on every weekend that sounds like (laughs) a dream um, yeah. I feel like we definitely have to touch on it a little bit. You were uh, on the recruit, the TV show, a few years back. Um, there was obviously some big names attached to that. What were you able to learn from, you know, blokes like Ben Dixon, Barry Hall, Mick Moldhouse? What were the biggest things you took away from that? Um, well, probably before that, I probably thought that I was doing the work, but the reality was I wasn't. Um, so that sh- if there was anything that I could take away from that show was the work rate required required to obviously be elite as possible. Um, and looking back, especially when I was 19, first year in VFL, I thought that a talent was going to get me where I wanted to be, but the reality is it just doesn't. Everyone's got talent at that level. That's just how you obviously apply yourself and that's the difference between a lot of good players and, you know, the next, the next lot. So um, just work rate I took out of that and, I wish I got taught those lessons when I was 18 because things might be a little bit different, but um, I suppose you live and learn. Yeah, sure. What, what was it like, uh, especially with Mick Malthouse here? I mean, he's a pretty revered figure in the AFL and you know one of the one of the best coaches of all time. What was it like uh, working with him? Um, yeah, obviously you're in awe, especially at the start because his resume speaks for itself. Um, from a coaching perspective, he wasn't really – he was more of a mentor or like a father figure while we're in the show because you couldn't really talk tactics or any of that. It was more ranting and raving about trying to get the best out of ourselves and um, lean on him for support rather than – and mentoring, I suppose. Dicko was probably on the flip side. He was more um, working towards your strengths and not your weaknesses. So he's obviously really good at identifying that – which he helped me the most probably from that show, knowing what I was good at because there's a lot of people, or I was, when I was 18, 19, I was probably just good at most things um, where you need to, the reason why people get picked up is because they're really good at one or two things. 
um, which is going to separate you from the, the bloke next year. So trying to get work out what that was, which he helped you, and then just working on that strength of yours um, to hopefully try to get to where you want to get to, I suppose. Absolutely. Um, wouldn't notice, or actually watched, it, watched an episode yesterday when uh, the deer listings happened. Uh, how, how nervous were you when it, like, all the boys look like they're going to pass out every time. It looked pretty, uh, pretty nerve-wracking. Yeah, you, you did shit yourself every time because <laughs> even when you weren't in the bottom three, you didn't want one of your mates to go. So it was, um, yeah, it was pretty nerve-wracking, but all part of the parcel, I suppose. Now, uh, one of the one of the best things I heard you say on that show was you once told Mick Moldhouse that you used to eat about twelve party pies when you'd get home from school. Is that uh, is that transcended into your adult life? Do you still smash party pies after work? <laughs> I don't mind a party pie. They are um, you can't not like a party pie, I believe. So, um, uh, especially with when you cut a bit of slit, a uh, bit of cheese, and put it on underneath the the top with a bit of sauce. Can't go wrong. But um, have them every now and again. But I've certainly. Uh, trimmed down a lot and obviously just the education side of it, both what I can and can't eat um, and then obviously the work rate behind it as well, which is, um, like I said before, the biggest thing that I took out of it. But I still enjoy my food, don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> did, did, you have to, uh, did you have to get in shape for, to go on the show at all? Like, did you have to really um, you know, well, you know, hit, hit certain um, KPIs to get on it? Uh, no, nah, so the process, you have to... You, Took about three months, so you needed to send in like your your CB or footy, pretty much. Send in a couple of stupid videos of your personality, because at the end of the day, it is a, a TV show, so they need to make sure you're not a drip, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and then from there, it was obviously in your best interest to get on the show as fit as possible. But I was, I'm naturally like a, an okay runner, so I wasn't. I thought I was doing the work, but when I got on there. I was still a lot, long way behind the eight ball. So I ended up losing like eight kilos while I was on the show in oh, three wow. months. Yeah, <laughs> but okay. yeah, but I thought I was fit going into it. And then, yeah, looking back now, it's just, yeah, stupid. <laughs> yeah. Sounds crazy. Yeah. Um, are, you, are you still mates? Or do you still keep in contact with any of the boys and the recruits? Did you make any mates out of it or? Yeah, Van Unan, I'm real close with. Um, he actually lives five minutes up the road. He's actually having a kid today, so good luck to him and his missus. Um, but, yeah, he's probably the closest. He played footy at uh, – well, he, me and him were roommates as well, so that helps. And he's he played at Vermont the year that he was on it. So, obviously, we had that relationship, obviously played against him. So, um, he's now at Wandon. But, yeah, still, still keep in contact with him on a daily basis and – the other one's probably uh, Jaden, um, who lives up in Broken Hill, the old fella. He's like best mates with tech, so he speak to him probably once a month. But yeah, other than that, not really of any of the boys. Yeah, nice one. Um, in terms of uh, like AFL clubs, you know, having like having a chat, yeah, obviously they would have you know watching the show and everything. Did did you get much much interest post the show or or during it or? You know, what was the what was the situation around that? Uh, well, the show was. I think we started filming in like Mar- it might have been March. So we missed started in March, went for three months. So we missed like the first seven or eight games of like local footy, and then when you come out of it 
I finished fourth in the end. And when you come out of it, they do a top three and those top three are to go on and play state league footy. And because I come fourth, they, cause they, they announce the top three and then at the end of this footy season, they do a live show and that's when they announce the winner. But for those three blokes to obviously put their best foot forward, they need to go play local uh, state league footy and obviously showcase what they've got. And then the, the AFL clubs can obviously scout based on their performances in the VFL. So the show also suggested that I go play VFL again as well. Um, just, just why not? You know what I mean? So I ended up going to Frankston with Jordan Chalor, who ended up finishing third. And then Matty Eagles and uh, Daniel, who ended up coming first and second, went to North Ballarat. Um, so I played there from, I think, round nine to the rest of the year at Frankston um, and had a good year. And then towards the end of the year, ended up having some, yeah, some chats with clubs, but I suppose, yeah, the make it on a list or you don't. So to determine whether I was close or not, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I still played some good footy towards the end of that year. But just from what I learned from the recruit, help tapes, because I was obviously a lot lighter, a lot leaner, and um, was working on my strengths rather than my weaknesses. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah. How was that experience with the Dolphins? I mean, that was – was that – what I mean, just before they uh, they were out of the competition briefly, was it? Yeah, it was the year they got the arse. Yeah, um, that's right. We actually just got paid for that <laughs> that last bit oh. um, during the week. So, yeah, um, yeah went down there with Paddy because obviously you know Paddy from around the traps and he was at Box Hill when I was there as well. So because I didn't do a, real, a pre-season anywhere, it was sort of like I called him round seven of the VFL and said, hey, mate, is it sweet if I come down to Frankston? He said, yeah, sweet. So, um, yeah, went down there halfway through the season, fit as a fiddle and hadn't really played too many games other than the games throughout the recruit. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was probably good because I reckon if you do a full v, VFL preseason, it can sort of mentally get hard because you're there three days a week from starting November to obviously drag on January, February, March. And then where I sort of missed that, um, and it was good. So I sort of got there and I was fresh to, fresh to fiddle, both mentally and physically. So, um, I think that helped with the last eight or nine games I played in the VFL. But, um, yeah, so that was, it was a good experience down at Frankston. But I played there before anyway, so I knew, I still yeah. knew a few of the boys down there, which helped. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, talk to us about your last couple, last two, three years at, at Noble. I mean, uh, you know, you one of the best players down there and um, it's a pretty strong competition, really strong club. Um, yeah, what, what's the experience like, uh, you know, the last couple of years at least? I know you've been there a while, but, um, you know, here and there, but what's, what's it been like the last couple of years anyway? Yeah, we're, we're certainly building towards something. Um, when I first got to Noble when I was 18, because I, I, when I was at Boxy, I still played a few games local um, for Noble. I think I played four throughout the year, and that year they won the flag. That was 2011. So back then they were absolute powerhouse, and it was good learning off the senior players then who have obviously moved on now, so I've sort of taken over that responsibility being 28 and I suppose 29 next year as much as I still feel young at heart um, but it's yeah I suppose as you get older you see the young blokes now coming through that you were once upon a time and um, yeah it goes pretty quick though but um, it's, it's certainly a good level of footy um, there's some good players running around in Eastern um, Premier this, these days so 
the, the competition's always very hard and you, you never got an easy day, whether you're playing the last team or whether you're playing the team just above you. So we've finished, we haven't made finals the last couple of years, which have been a bit disappointing, but um, we're looking all right this year. But um, we've got a new coach, Steve Hughes, who also coached um, Springer Districts, which he's, he's a ripper fella and, and got a good system in place. So hopefully we're um, leaning towards something bigger soon to come. Yeah, nice one, mate. Nice. So what, what is the plan now with footy? I mean, is, uh, is the mature age dream still alive or you're, you're happy just, uh, you know, you're going to, well, you're going to, Fidge plan up at Noble, you know, the next few years or, yeah, what, what's the plan there? No, nah, that shit's out, mate, 28, <laughs> 29 next year. Yeah. Um, time to just enjoy myself and, uh, yeah, try try win a flag at Noble, hopefully. Um, I'll eventually finish up at Springer Districts, which was where I started and my old man played. Um, yeah. But while i still got a couple of good years of footy left in me, I'll um, make the most of it. Yeah, love it, mate. That's good. Well, um. That's that's pretty much us done, mate, for this episode. It's uh it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, you know, it's greatly appreciated, mate, to to get your story and um yeah, to get real good footy stories like this one. So uh we really appreciate it and uh and thanks for coming on. No dramas, boys. Good luck with it all. No worries. Thanks, Sketch. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. See you Cheers. Later. See ya.